Hello, everybody, and welcome back. It's your host, Kaylee Swing. I am so excited to be talking to you guys once again, and I'm even more excited that this is our first community episode. I am here recording, and I'm basically going to be talking about a lot of requests that I've gotten from you guys on the community, whether that's through Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. I've gotten a couple of requests. Um, I've picked out three for today, and I'm hoping to do a lot more. Today, I'm kind of on a time crunch because I have a lot of stuff to do, but I just really quickly wanted to get this episode out as promised because I promised you guys I would record two episodes this week instead of one to make up for the lost episode from when I went on vacation. So yeah, let's get started. Um, To start off with my week, so I kind of gave a little recap of my week in my last episode, kind of talking about how I went on vacation, Um, and now I'm back, and being back has never been like felt better than ever. Vacation was fun. Seeing family was fun. But getting back into your routine is so important. And I love just like walking into my house, walking into my room. Like I made sure to leave my bedroom nice and clean for when I got back so that I could just lay down and enjoy it and not be stressed about clutter and mess. It took a little bit of convincing to get myself to clean up before I left, but it was so worth it that I did. I was able to get back into my routine of, and I made sure to like, when I was vacationing, I made sure that my water intake was consistent. I want to be drinking at least a gallon of water every day. I want to be exercising regularly, doing my affirmations, journaling, manifesting, you know, the whole thing, the whole shebang. Um, And so Lately, I've been kind of getting back into that routine. I've been drinking my water. I've been going on walks because where I was on vacationing, I went on vacation in Texas and it was very, very hot there. It was like over 100 degrees. So unfortunately, I was not able to go on any hot girl walks because of the heat, but I was able to do hot girl swims (laughs) in the pool. So that was fun. Um... And I was able, like I said in my last episode, I was able to get myself a little journal so I could continue to write down my little affirmations and all that other jazz. Um, So this week has kind of just been me getting back into the flow, back into the routine, focusing on myself, getting plenty of sleep, going to bed nice and early, which I can say I have been doing up until last night. I had a little bit of a sleepover with my friends, and we all stayed up really late watching movies and all that. And so I was up until probably 2 a.m., so I'm sorry if I sound a little bit exhausted. Um... But as for that, that was really fun. I got to see all my friends after not seeing them for a couple weeks just because I've been very busy and then vacation. Um, And I'm going to be going on vacation this upcoming week. I'm going to Maine. So you probably won't be getting an episode next week. I am so sorry about that. But I promise you, as soon as I get back, I'm going to be consistent, consistently uploading episodes. I'm probably going to do, the week after I get back from Maine, I'm probably going to do two episodes in one week again, just to kind of make up for the lost content, 
But again, I'm so excited to be talking to you guys. Um, so yeah, I kind of, this episode might be a little bit shorter than usual. I know I feel like I say that every single episode. I want most of my episodes to be around 30 to 45 minutes long, just enough time for a nice hot girl walk. I want this to be a hot girl walk podcast that you can just put on every time you go on your walk and you're drinking your water or you're doing your nails like I just want this to be something that you can listen to while doing something feeling productive feeling strong just feeling your absolute best and so I have collected a couple of responses from people I basically put a poll out on my Instagram don't forget to follow our Instagram by the way at from girls number two girls Um, but I put a poll out on my Instagram basically asking people what they want to put into this community episode, kind of what they want to incorporate and any sort of like asking for advice, because I'm not necessarily saying I'm 100% qualified to give advice, but I, I just like to give my opinion. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like everyone likes to give their opinion. I love spreading positivity. I love helping people as best as I can. So, of course, if you want my opinion, I'll give it to you. Like, I'm here to help you, girly. Like, I love you, Um, girly or anyone else who's out there listening. But, yeah, so the first question, this is kind of like a short question. It's what are some beauty products for your skin that have helped you? I have had acne my entire life, and I haven't been able to get rid of it and I'm feeling hopeless. What should I do? So I'm not going to lie. I 100% relate to whoever wrote this because my, like, I've probably had pimples since I was like 12 years old, maybe even 11 or 10. And it was hard for me. I mean, it was really hard for me. Like I went, I got called pepperoni face. I got bullied. People called me greasy. Like I just got all these like negative comments about my face and my skin because I didn't know how to take care of it properly. And then I also have really sensitive skin. So it's taken a lot of trial and error for me over the past couple of years to kind of perfect my skincare routine. Like it has taken a long time. So I fully understand. I'm here for you. Let's talk about skincare. So starting off, when I was in middle school, I kind of used the kind of basic skincare, kind of like the stuff that you would find on the shelves at Walmart or Target, like the St. Ives and the Neutrogena and like all of that stuff. And I'm not trying to like hate on any of those like products or any of those companies. Obviously, they every company puts out a good product. It's just the ingredients are so, so important, especially if you have really sensitive skin. And so for me, all of the products like St. Ives and stuff and like the lemon scented, um, this like scented soaps and stuff were so bad for my skin and they would make me break out immediately because fragrance is not something that my skin does very well with at all like any sort of fragrance whatsoever it's technically not good for your skin like anyways but for my skin since it's like super sensitive it's just it wasn't good so I was constantly breaking out And then I wasn't doing like face masks or anything like that to really clear out my pores. I wasn't exfoliating. I wasn't even using a moisturizer. 
I was just kind of using, like, I would use, I would use an exfoliant, but it was like a face scrub every now and then. I just kind of use it and like rub it onto my skin and it would leave my skin all red and sore and it would have fragrances and it just wasn't good. Like it did not work for me. Um, not saying that it can't work for you guys. Like obviously moisturizer, sunscreen, all that is super, super important to put into your skincare routines. But if you don't have a skincare routine and your skin's looking fine, don't feel the need to go out and spend tons of dollars on an expensive skincare routine just to fit in. You know what I'm saying? If your skin looks good, even if you like, even with acne, right? Acne is not necessarily a bad thing. Everyone who has acne is still beautiful. Like, if your skin is covered in red pimples, you're still beautiful because you wear that with confidence. You walk around with confidence knowing, hey, even though I have pimples on my face, people might say stuff, whatever, doesn't matter. I'm still confident. I'm still beautiful. They're like my little gems, you know? They're like my little red gems that pop out of my skin and say hello. You know what I'm saying? Like, acne isn't a bad thing. It's natural everyone goes through it. Your face will clear up or it won't. And that's okay. You are who you are. You are unique within yourself and you are beautiful. Remember that. Do those affirmations. Remind yourself you're beautiful. Remind yourself you're confident. Remind yourself that you are a baddie and you are the best and the brightest and the most beautiful in the room. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to put other people down, other girls down, just to lift yourself up. Don't go around doing that either, because that is not positive. You want to spread positivity, because what you put out into the environment, you're going to receive back. The law of attraction, remember that. So anyways, moving on from that, um, basically, with the whole skincare thing, if you have acne and you want to get rid of it, this is what I recommend. So starting off... I use Aveeno. I love the company Aveeno. They're a little more on the expensive side, but they're not super expensive and you can still find them on like Walmart shelves. Oh my gosh. Their moisturizer with the SPF in it is probably one of the most expensive things that they sell, but it is so worth your money. Their moisturizer cleared up my dark spots within days. I'm not kidding. Aveeno's SPF moisturizer. It's for your face. It's in a little bottle. It's green. Oh my gosh. It's, it's amazing. It's like literal liquid gold. <laughs> like I'm not even kidding. So try to use that, but every skincare routine kind of starts out with you want to exfoliate your face not every day not all the time because then you're stripping away like the natural barriers of your skin that you need or something like that again I'm not an expert um but I just heard it's not good to exfoliate all the time you could ruin your skin you could damage your skin you could dry it out crack it whatever um you want to be taking care of your skin with a cleanser you want it to be a gentle cleanser because if you're already exfoliating you don't want more harsh cleansers. And this is just for my sensitive skin type. Now, if you have a more non-sensitive skin type and those like harsher, more acidic cleansers work for you, use them. The most important thing about skincare is finding out your skin type. You want to look in the mirror and be like, hmm, my skin is oily or hmm, my skin is dry. Either way, you're going to need a moisturizer. I don't care how oily your skin is. 
you need a moisturizer because if your skin is oily, that means it's producing oils to make up for the lack of moisture in your skin. Same thing for if you have dry skin. If you have dry skin, you need to moisturize, baby. You need it. Get a moisturizer. Get a good moisturizer. Invest in your moisturizer because moisturizer is so important. Even if you are just using like a serum or an oil or some sort of thing that will like make your skin nice and moisturized, something like that, because that is so, so important. So back into my skincare routine, I use the Aveeno Brightening Cleanser. It's a nice, it's a daily brightening cleanser. It's nice. It's a little bit of an exfoliant, but at the same time, it's nice and like it's very soft and it's very just gentle on your skin. So I really like that. It also makes me feel really fresh when I use it. Like it freshens up my face and it makes me feel very nice and clean and just beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, the Aveeno Daily Brightening Cleanser. Highly recommend anything from Aveeno, especially their moisturizer. And that's kind of the next thing that I go into. Um, I heard that like the order in which you use certain products is important. I have no clue what that order is, but I usually do exfoliant, clean, cleanse, sorry, <laughs> moisturize, or whatever serums you want to use first, then moisturize, then SPF. That's what I do. <clears throat> sorry. But basically, um, what you want to do is use those cleansers, and then you want to go straight into... If you're using like a serum, I know a lot of people use hyaluronic acid. Personally, for me, hyaluronic acid hasn't helped my skin a lot. But The Ordinary, I don't know if you guys have heard of that product. It's kind of popular. It's trending now. The Ordinary's company has a lot of great products. I use their peeling solution and I use their um, organic pressed rose hip seed oil. And I actually like put that on my Instagram. Uh, you can find my whole skincare routine on my Instagram um, at from girls number two girls, and you will find it there. Um, and I kind of linked. I didn't necessarily link all the products, but I put the names of the products, and you can kind of look them up and see. Most of these products are at Walmart or Ulta. Like you can just walk into Ulta, walk into Walmart, like your nearest wherever Target. And you can find these products. Um, but yeah, so basically, Vino Cleanser. And then the Ordinary, you want to use... When you're using, like, a serum, what I like to do is I like to put it on my hand and then kind of, like, rub it into my hands and press it into my skin. Make sure my skin absorbs the oil. Because if you're just kind of lathering a ton of oil onto your face, that might cause you to break out. But the rosehip seed oil from The Ordinary has done wonders, again, for my dark spots. I have a lot of acne scars because I have a very, very bad habit of popping pimples. Never pop your pimples because you will regret it. If, if it can go away, if it can stay on your face for a couple of days and go away because of, like, a pimple patch or whatever, do that. But don't pop your pimples. It will leave scarring. It will leave dark spots. You will not like it, okay? Or it will become a bigger pimple that you're just going to have to deal with later. And it's not fun at all. And I have years of scars and dark spots because of that. Um, so I'm still kind of dealing with that. 
But yeah, make sure you have a good serum that you want to incorporate just to kind of help like tone up your skin or even it out or just like a toner, like a witch hazel toner. It's perfect for that. Just keeping your complexion nice. But basically, so yeah, after you move on from the serum, like I said, a good moisturizer, Aveeno, highly recommend. Love that moisturizer, probably the best moisturizer I've ever used. And the best part about it is that they incorporated SPF into it. So you don't even have to use sunscreen after it. It just, it's a two in one. It's easy. Just go with it. It's perfect. And then the last thing is sunscreen. And sunscreen, I've said this before in so many episodes, is so, so, so important. It not only can clear your dark spots, your scarring, it prevents skin cancer, it prevents moles, freckles, skin tags, like any of that, like, gross stuff that you don't really want growing on your body. It's sorry, I didn't mean to use the word gross. Not necessarily like if you have skin tags, moles, freckles or whatever, it's not gross. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to use it like that. It's what you do, if you don't want like if you want an even tone across your skin, if you don't want like freckles showing up or if you don't want moles or anything like that, use your sunscreen because your skin will be nice and clear. It'll be nice and free of scarring, anything like that. Like, it's just, it keeps your face nice and even, and it helps for you applying makeup better. Like, for your makeup routine, what you want to do for that is just the reason we incorporate skincare, basically. Sorry, I'm, like, tripping over my own words here. (laughs) The reason we want to have a good skincare routine and nice, clear, clean skin is that when we apply our makeup or we apply our products, it stays on, it's nice and smooth, you don't see your pores, like, all this other stuff. And, of course, there's going to be texture within your skin. That's okay. It's okay to have textured skin. It's okay to have moles. It's okay to have freckles. I take back my earlier statement. I'm really sorry about that. I didn't mean to phrase it like that. Um, But yeah, it's okay to have imperfections within your skin. But taking care of it is also important. Making sure so that you're confident in yourself and that you feel the best that you can feel. So that's kind of it on that question. That's just kind of how I'm going to leave it at that. Going into the next question, someone responded, how can I talk to boys confidently? I always get shy when they talk to me, and it's kind of weird how shy I am. So I actually struggled with this for a long time as well, talking to boys, talking to anyone in general. It was just kind of really hard for me. It, it was hard up until the point where I even met my current boyfriend, um, Honestly, if I'm being like 100% honest, this is going to sound so cheesy. You're going to hear it everywhere and you're probably going to want to block me (laughs) after I say this, but fake it till you make it. That is all you need with confidence. If you walk into a room and you go, I'm pretty, I'm special, he wants me. If you have that mindset of, I love myself, I'm beautiful, like, what is there not to like about me? You're going to come off as more confident to other people, and therefore that will attract more people to want to talk to you. Because if you walk into a room with a darker vibe of, like, 
oh, I don't like myself or, oh, like you don't even have to talk to anybody to get people to want to talk to you. Like you don't even have to like walk into a room screaming or buzzing or singing or anything like that to get people to want to talk to you. You just have to walk into a room with a good vibe. You want to walk into a room with a vibe that, hey, I am the baddest girl in here. No one else can match my energy. I have the best energy right now. Like, you you know what I'm saying? Like, you want to be able to be like, hey, I love myself. No one else can stop me from loving myself. Therefore, I am basically the best that I can be. And if you train your mind, because think about it this way. If you are in a room full of people and you're secure about your nose. Let's say you like your nose. You think your nose is the perfect size. You love it and it's beautiful and you're secure in your nose, right? But there's a room full of people telling you or even just one person telling you over and over again, wow, you've got an ugly nose. Like every single time they see you, they're like, you've got an ugly nose. Your nose is huge. You've got an ugly nose. Then you're going to start to believe it. You're going to start to get insecure and be like, wait, what's wrong with my nose? I didn't know there was something wrong with my nose. Is my nose ugly? Do I have an ugly nose? And you're just going to start to get really, really insecure about that because this one person is bringing you down and saying that you have an ugly nose. And so it works the same way with yourself. If you constantly tell yourself, I'm beautiful, I'm pretty, I'm smart, people like me, people want to talk to me, people are going to want to talk to you. Because you're going to start to believe that stuff and you're going to start to put it into action and it's going to become true. So talking to boys confidently, like I said, also don't put so much weight on what those boys think about you. You might think they're cute. You might think they're amazing. You might even be obsessed with them and want to spend the rest of your life with them. Trust me, I know all about being obsessed with boys. I was boy crazy when I was younger. You're, you might be obsessed head over heels doesn't mean their opinion matters. Their opinion doesn't matter until they give you a reason for their opinion to matter. Until they show you that they are 100% dedicated to you and that they love you, their opinion doesn't matter. They can't affect your inner circle of emotions unless you let them. Because their opinion doesn't matter unless you allow it to matter. This cute, adorable, amazing boy that you're absolutely obsessed with could walk up and call you fat and ugly and stupid and like everything that you wouldn't like they could just call you names constantly derogatory like they could call you derogatory names and it couldn't matter less because you chose not to let it affect you do you get what i'm saying i'm I feel like i'm <laughs> dripping over my words a little bit sorry about that um like i said i got like barely any sleep last night but basically Keep your vibe strong. Keep your vibe positive. It'll attract positivity to you. I promise you that. Going on, if you're feeling shy, you don't have to go and talk to people. I promise you don't have to talk to people. You can just walk into a room with wide open eyes, a smile, maybe a cute outfit. You're feeling yourself. You did your hair you're feeling great, you're feeling confident, you can walk into a room like that and sit down 
I guarantee you people are going to want to flock to you and they're going to want to talk to you. The extroverts will come. I promise. I promise they will come to you. Um, and then you also said, it's kind of weird how shy I am. Girly, no, it is not. I promise it is not weird how shy you are. There are so many people that are just scared, terrified, petrified of other people talking to them. I was one of those people. It's scary. It is a very, very scary experience to have other people talking to you when you don't know them, you don't know what to say, you're afraid you're going to trip over your words, etc. It is scary. It is not weird. So remember that. Don't label yourself as weird. Don't do that because then that's just going to make you more insecure and then your thoughts are going to keep spiraling and you're just going to feel more shy, more awkward, and it's not going to help the situation. Remember, stay confident. Love yourself. You're going to do great. So going into my next and final question it's more of like a situation. This lovely, lovely girl DM'd me and she said, I love your podcast and I was wondering if you might be able to do an episode on friends who have boyfriends, if that makes sense. I have a best friend who's always talking about her boyfriend and always consumed with boys and it's so hard to talk to her, especially because I hate all of her past boyfriends and especially her newest one. He's really bad for her and I don't know how to tell her. He's pressured her into stuff that's totally unlike her and I'm really worried about her. We used to have so much fun, and now she's obsessed with all these trashy boys. Don't get me wrong, I totally understand what it's like to have an important guy in your life, but he's really affecting her, and we've been friends for so long, and I don't feel the need to cut her off or anything, but I feel like if I talk to her about it, she'd get mad because she really likes this one. I don't know what to do, and I just feel like I'm losing her, if that makes sense. Like, we'll make plans together, and she always invites a guy without asking me, and I probably just sound jealous and uptight, but trust me, I've been fine with this for so long, and her current boyfriend is just so bad for her, and I don't feel like I have the place to tell her that, but I don't want to lose her, you know? And so, my response to that, that was a lot to take in, I'm not gonna lie, but it's also a situation that I feel like happens so frequently. I've had so many best friends that have gotten into relationships and those relationships have just sucked the life out of them and they've just spent every minute of their time with that person, obsessed with that person. And it just, it honestly drove me away. It pushed me away from those people because it's like, I don't want to hang around you. I don't want to be around you if you're just going to be sucked into the life of this person who's not good for you. Like, this person's making you feel bad, and then when they make you feel bad, you want to talk about it. And then this person's making you feel happy, and when they make you feel happy, you want to talk about it. And when this person's breathing, you want to talk about this person because they're breathing. Like, you know what I'm saying? This person just gets so obsessed with this other person that it becomes hard to even be around them because it's like, well, what are we even going to talk about anymore? I feel like you don't even want a personal special connection with me anymore because you're so obsessed and absorbed into this other person. And honestly, I understand what it's like to be in that situation, but I also understand what it's like to be on the other side where you're kind of absorbed into an unhealthy and toxic relationship with somebody. So to kind of cover both sides of that, I'm going to go into detail. But to start off, I'm going to start off by saying I think you should have a conversation with her. Healthy conversations with your best friends 
are so important because if you continue to let this simmer and you continue to let it bother you without saying anything, things are going to get worse. Trust is going to be broken. And if you bring it to her sooner rather than later, things won't get worse because if things get worse, eventually you're going to bottle up all this anger and it's going to become so bad that one day you're just going to explode. And that's not good for either of you. It's just not like your relationship's not going to benefit from that. It's, it's just, it's a bad situation. And I'm really, really sorry that you've gotten sucked into this, but when it comes to this, I think you should have a conversation. I think you should create an outline for this conversation before you sit down. Take out your notebook, write down kind of an outline of what you want to talk about, and be sincere and be polite. Because if you kind of get into the conversation like, he's bad for you, and he does this, and he does that, if you're pointing fingers accusing, that's going to make you feel bad, and it's going to make her feel bad, and it's just going to make the situation worse, and she's not going to want to open up to you. She's not going to want to have that conversation because she feels like she's just being pointed at and accused of all these different things that she didn't even know about. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to stuff like this, you have to be careful. You have to sit down. You have to write down everything, and I mean everything that's bothering you. Now, if there's little things like that are normal. Like if she's like, Oh my gosh, I love him so much. And you're like, yeah, it annoys me when you say that, like, that's a little bit kind of like, maybe that's something that you should keep to yourself, you know, like resentment and stuff like that. Keep that to yourself, kind of reflect on that yourself. Don't use that to kind of push your anger onto someone else, because that's again, going to escalate things worse. What you want to do, write down pros and cons and be like, Hey, I want you to be happy. I want the best for you. And kind of reiterate that and make sure she knows that you love her. You want the best for her. You want her to be happy. And you just want her to feel included and loved. You know what I'm saying? You want her to be in the best situation possible and you're worried for her and kind of express your worry in a healthy way that's not going to make her feel like she's at fault but it's also not going to offend her and make her think that you're against her and her boyfriend you know what I'm saying because at the end of the day and it's very unfortunate she loves this guy she's happy with him even if he does things that aren't necessarily good or healthy in the relationship she's still blinded by that love for him. So you have to be very, very careful on how you word things. You have to be very compassionate and you really have to put yourself in her shoes. Because if I'm being honest, I've been in one of those situations before where not only have I had a friend who's been obsessed with a guy in a toxic relationship, but I've been obsessed with a guy in a toxic relationship where it was just back and forth. And I, all I wanted to do was talk about him and just he was constantly on my mind I would bring him up 24 7 it was the only thing me and my friend talked about and I felt guilty like I didn't know what to do because it was like why is he always on my mind why do I always want to talk about him like can I just stop you know it was just hard like self-control with that stuff can be very hard when you're obsessed and obsessions can become very unhealthy and you can become very attached very quickly and that's how heartbreak shows up So you need to be careful because when people base their friendships solely off of obsessions, it it can become a very dangerous and very heartbreaking thing. So what you need to do is sit down, 
have a healthy conversation with your best friend. Be like, hey, girl, I've been there for you since day one. I don't want to lose you. Make sure that that's reiterated as well, because you don't want her to think that you're against her and you're having this talk because you want to lose her. You want to be compassionate. You want to be kind. You want to be positive. With every negative thing that you bring up, you want to say something positive. Because if you're sitting there listing off negative things that she or he has done, she's just going to close you off. She's not going to want to listen to another word you say because she's going to be angry and she's not going to like that. So basically do the right thing. Sit down, create an outline of the conversation that you want to have with her and be like, I want this to be heartfelt. I don't want to lose you. I want you to be happy. I'm not telling you to drop him, but maybe tell her to have the similar conversation with him and be like, hey, if this behavior doesn't stop, we might have to take necessary precautions. You know what I'm saying? Like, make sure that she's aware of your problems and make sure that she's making him aware of your problems and kind of have this discussion so that make this discussion so that it builds and grows instead of destroying and taking away. Because the goal of this conversation is to reconcile and make things better instead of causing fights and making things worse. And if you love her, you're going to sit down with her and you're going to talk to her about it and definitely bring up the fact that she invites guys when you guys make plans without asking you. And I promise you do not sound jealous and uptight, okay? It's a normal thing to feel like this. When it comes to situations like that, you feel like you're losing your best friend. You feel like your best friend is just kind of sucked in to this other world of just obsession. And it's hard. It's really hard because all of your conversations turn into that. And it just it's something that's really hard to deal with, especially when it's your best friend. So remember that you love her. Remember that you want the best for her and put yourself in her shoes always. So that's going to wrap it up for today, guys. Again, I'm so excited to be recording this community episode. I had so much fun reading you guys' responses. I'm going to put a bunch more responses in the next community episode. It'll probably be a couple episodes down the road just so I can get plenty of responses. Um, But thank you so much for listening. This episode turned out to be a little longer than I expected, which I am so glad about. I love talking to you all. Um, Remember, with all of this, I love giving out advice. I love answering your questions. Take it with a grain of salt. Because again, I'm not an expert. I'm not going to sit here and be like, especially with like the skincare stuff, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm a dermatologist and I know this and blah, 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 blah. That's not the truth. But definitely with the whole best friend situation, the confidence situation, take those to heart because that stuff is important. Building relationships is important. But again, thank you all for listening. I love you all so much. Don't forget to check out the socials. I'm going to link them below. Um, If you want to support us, make sure you like, share, comment on our posts, follow us on social media. Um... And just listen, listen, listen. I love having listeners. Share with your friends. Share with your family. I love talking to all of you so much.
Thank you. I love you all. Bye.